0: Here you go, boys. Say, so you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell.
1: G'day, everyone, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the show where we crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Ash and Dan. Boys, here we going today.
2: I'm feeling excellent myself. I've just poured myself a drink. not a furphy this week. I'm on, a, I'm on the rums. Oh, that and sounds
1: very nice. Crack,
2: and now that I'm this. now <laughs> that I'm sitting at the bar with you gentlemen,
0: I oh, couldn't be better.
1: Excellent. What about you, Dan? What are you drinking tonight?
0: I, I'm feeling good and I'm drinking what I had left in my fridge, which is a rogue dead guy ale.
2: Oh, very nice. Mm,
0: is it made of dead guy? Something
2: imported from America. Because, be careful, you could get salmonella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I wouldn't want to get myself some salmonella now, would I, but...
1: No, no. There Leave the salmonella to trying. Ash. Leave it to Ash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> salmonella is deeply entrenched in my canon at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Episode five, it's already uh, all about Ash's salmonella, but... <laughs> I'm anything tonight, guys. I um I went down and uh, actually had a vanilla coke from McDonald's, so I'm feeling satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, I actually drank a little bit too much on Monday night. We did episode 200 of the House of Mario, and we had a uh,
2: yes. we had a good yeah.
1: amount of Krakens for that. Um, and I actually woke up the next day with a bit of a headache. I'm like, holy oh, shit, do I drink that much. And uh, looking at the bottle, about a quarter way through, so hmm, yes. Yes, we did have a little bit too much.
2: (laughs) That that episode was a long burn too. It was really good. Yeah, well, thank you very much, man. We had a
1: lot of fun doing it and uh, yeah, my head didn't enjoy it the next day though. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I know I said I was going to post something for that episode, but for reasons that didn't end up happening. But I'll say it here. Congratulations to making two, 200 episodes, you and Bryce. The podcast is terrific. I listen to it week in, week out. Never fails to get a laugh out of me. And can I just say, mm. she probably won't listen to this, but I laughed so hard at Delfino Jurians doing her impression of you teaching Yoshi to use the toilet. with The Australian accent absolutely loves Leveled me. Did she
1: did she get it right, you reckon?
2: Her impression of you. Oh, spot on. Spot on the head. (laughs) 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 Also, I'm starting with you and Bryce on this. I also say Yoshi.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we're all Australian here. Dan, what do you say? Do you say Yoshi or Yoshi?
2: It's Yoshi.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. I've I've not heard anyone
2: it. I think honestly, because I think I think that the correct way to say it actually is Yoshi, because mm. that's like how the Japanese people say it. Yeah. But f- because there was like never really much advertisement for Nintendo in Australia ever at all, we didn't have it like pushed onto us. And in those earlier games, they don't really say it in the games much at all. Mm. So we just said what it says. You read it, you say Yoshi. Yeah. No, that's I how I look at it anyway. That's how I think I ended up saying Yoshi. But... Yeah. The, the, the definitive one for me is that if you pick Yoshi in Smash, the commentator
0: does say Yoshi. Mm, mm. That, that's a valid point. Valid point.
1: Yeah, I did not think about getting the Smash Brothers clip up, actually. Yeah. Anyway, that's a debate for another also, day. You, <laughs> for another when podcast, you, perhaps.
0: <laughs> when, you, when you select Yoshi in another game, and it, and it actually says when Yoshi says his own name, it's more like a Yoshi... Yeah, I. Yeah, see, Yoshi
2: yeah. seems to say Yoshi, but then everybody else says Yoshi.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, I,
1: <laughs> no one cares about Yoshi's opinion. It's what everyone else says. All right, <laughs> Yoshi has no say in his own name.
2: I just care about whether he's. I just care whether he's learnt yet to use the toilet correctly.
1: <laughs> he has. He has. Uh, there's not too much poo on the seat at the moment, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God. So, what are you boys been up to this week? Anything interesting? Anything fun?
0: Oh, been watching lots of the Olympics since
1: they're on. Yeah, I've been too. I spent like most of the weekend just like sitting on the couch, just watching people be athletic and achieve something in life. Um, <laughs> it was like, a, I forgot the name of the, the uh, Australian sprinter who won the first heat. Uh, someone yeah,
2: Browning, Ball? was it? No, Rowan no, Browning. A, yeah. Rowan yeah, Browning, that's So, He did the mullet. So, yeah. So. Well,
1: I watched that race. <laughs> yeah, I did too. When he came on, it was just like awesome that he won it. And then it... Like the commentators say, but you know, he knows how to play guitar, he's doing like something really smart at university, he's an Olympic sprinter. I'm like, bloody hell.
0: You he's know, got it all in his only 22. Yeah, mate,
1: you know, getting the twenty seven making me feel old. Five years younger than me, <laughs> and he just like achieves every everything I'll achieve in a lifetime. More. Bloody hell. Yeah. Anyway. So I've got to stop watching yeah. the Olympics. It's bad for your mental health, the Olympics. <laughs> watching watching people actually uh, achieve their dreams. Oh, my God. What, what are we doing here? The, the but,
0: winner of the women's skateboard competition is 13 years old, I think. Mm. Yeah, Which I didn't see movie that. Is 18.
1: Yeah, there's just too much. There's not enough concrete around here, too much grass in the farm.
2: <laughs> so
0: that, there's you know, literally a skate park is. in Millicent. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not an Olympic-level skate park, but we've got one. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, you got to start somewhere, Dan. You don't just rip onto an Olympic uh, skate park and start jumping around. So start on the road, your parents' veranda, doing some <laughs> ollies. That's some, what
2: I used to do. I was never any good at it. Um, but sick 360 flips. My 360. brother used to be a pretty good skater back in the day. Did he? Yeah, he used to skate all the time. Him mm. and one of his good mates, Lindsay, were – and another one of his good mates, Jared – you, you guys know Jared, actually. He went to Millicent. Yeah. yeah. You probably know Lindsay, maybe, as well, actually. But anyway, yeah, they were all big into skating.
0: They were all really good. Oh, they just missed their window for the Olympics by maybe 10 years. <laughs> I think he
2: missed it by more than 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Needed it in the Sydney 2000 Games. Yeah, maybe.
1: I saw an article that they're actually trying to get Shearing um, sheep shearing into the Olympics. It'll be interesting oh, if that God. ever get in there.
2: There's so many sports that should already be in there. that just aren't. But then they talk about adding these like, because I guess to, to a lot of people, shearing is a sport, but when you can compare it to something like netball, which probably should be in the Olympics, mm. it's a very, very much a fringe sport. Whereas netball is yeah. just an actual sport and they just yeah, won't yeah. add it.
0: <laughs> I saw it's, they were trying to get cricket, which is almost a guaranteed gold medal, medal top three of Australia, Great Britain, and India. But
2: well, you say that New Zealand have been very good in the last few years, and there's always South Africa to look out for. Yeah, I like guess like the thing with
1: cricket is that like it's not a worldwide sport. It's like mainly just like the Commonwealth countries and um, a few others. It's not like a, it might not be worldwide enough. That be in there
2: it. are a few. There are a few other sports in the Olympics that are like that, though. Like rugby sevens. Basketball. I wouldn't say yeah, and basketball aren't exactly worldwide sports. Basketball probably a bit more so, but,
0: but basketball's a worldwide sport, but it's also the United States and yeah, is that dominant?
2: Um, I was about to say something, and now I don't remember what it was. Ignore me.
0: <laughs> we, we we did go close today, but unfortunately. Oh, we get knocked the out US today. At the basketball, uh, didn't we? We lost a semifinal, so we're now playing for bronze. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Yeah, I haven't caught up too much on it today, but been really enjoying. It. I always really enjoy the Olympics. I don't watch much sport, but I really get into the Olympics watching it and yeah, cheering on
2: for
0: watching all these obscure sports.
1: Yeah.
2: See, I'm actually the other way around. I used to watch the Olympics heaps and not watch any other sport, but now I just watch <laughs> other sports yeah. and don't watch the Olympics. I am following the Olympics, though. I'm keeping up with all the medals. I'm watching events here and there, but I haven't been, like, watching a lot of it.
0: Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. The other thing is, like, Sophie and I were watching the BMX freestyle the other day, and we we'll- mm. They're all pulling all these flips and stuff around. We're like, oh, that's amazing. And then the commentator comes in, oh, what a disastrous move for the great British writer. <laughs> I was it's literally... just done like a 360.
2: I was literally that exact same thing just, just before when I was downstairs, diving was on, and somebody pulled off what, to, to me, looked like a flawless dive commentator immediately, oh, we're seeing this short dive again. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah,
1: diving is like the hard one to actually like know if it was good or not. Sometimes they do like a flawless dive with like no splash and just like really quick, really like elegant. But other times like when it's like not bad or not good, they all just sort of blur into the same thing when you're watching it. It's not as easy. It's just like watching a race. You're like, oh, yeah, they won because they're ahead you just like, it's yeah. harder to know like how the point sort of system works.
0: Yeah. All the sub- subjective ones, like gymnastics and like skating and BMX.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. It's really cool how they got the skateboarding in there now. I think that's a really fun one to watch. And like the Australian BMX rider, that was just pretty surreal. I didn't see it live, yeah, but it I amazing. saw it on the updates and stuff.
2: Yeah. So Did you guys hear about the um, the split gold medal in the high jump? Yeah, I did. I did. I was, oh, I was watching, watching that. that. I was watching. I got yeah. Really invested oh, you see the guy. The guy from was it from Qatar who was wearing sunnies the whole time. Oh, yeah. and every time they'd fall off, and he would just put them back on when he finished the jump. So he did, like, and he threw he, them away
0: at one point. Yeah, and he, and he broke them.
2: Pair. He broke them and just went to his
0: bag and pulled another pair of the same sunnies
1: <laughs> out of his. Bag. I actually didn't say that. No, I didn't say that.
0: <laughs> but also, like, the official went to them as like, you guys. You guys could do a jump off, and they were just kind of like, "Why would we do a jump off when we've both already got gold?" And they were like, "Okay, yeah,
1: that's it's a good point." Yeah, point.
0: yeah, yeah. You got to be it's
1: like kind the- of uh, really greedy or sadistic to be like, "No, it's just for me. I'm gonna I get it, and you- you're
2: not." You do that as well, and then you lose. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. You'll be a real dick. <laughs> no, that's really nice. I reckon that's a really great spirit of the Olympics too, where it's like, "No, let's share it. Let's." Let's both get one and
2: it's also like there's not really any downside to it, because it's not like they have to split one gold medal in half. No, they just both got gold medals for their countries, like yeah. their respective countries. It's there'd be no, absolutely no reason to continue it on. <laughs> the Apart Olympic from committee just wanted to be the <laughs> ultimate winner. The Olympic committee be like, Fuck, we've got to have two golds for the price of one now. <laughs>
1: these cost that, so that's much it. more a gold medal <laughs> short. Yeah, I'll tell the children. <laughs> yeah, the, the thirteen-year-old skateboarder's like, I can just yank it off of them. Give it to one of these boys.
2: It's <laughs> yeah, not a real sport.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> only sort of been around for one year, you know. Just, you know, you got to be around for well, five Olympics they're first. They're
2: going to have break dancing in the next Olympics. Really? <laughs> yes. Now I want to watch yeah. that.
1: That'll be fun.
2: It'll be so cool to watch, but it's something that was cool in pop culture about 20 years ago and even when it was popular it was it a sport I don't think it was ever a sport yeah I don't know I mean I mean I guess it must be (laughs) I must be I guess it must because it's in Paris and I'm pretty sure they added it and like it must be because I'm pretty sure the home nation can add one sport every time oh okay
0: so twenty what I'm hearing, twenty thirty two. We've got it in Australia. at Aussie rolls. I guarantee it really. has to be something that is like at
2: least known in every country, I think, because every country knows what breakdancing is. Um I think that the talk is rugby league for when it comes here, which we'll probably won't even win gold at if we add that. But yeah. We could give it a fair <laughs> crack.
0: New Zealand to gold medal. I'd well, I would
2: love to see AFL. You know, New Zealand uh, rugby union mostly because yeah. their rugby league team is pretty average because they've got a rugby league team in our rugby league league. <laughs> That's confusing <laughs> to say, and yeah, they're pretty average.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I would but love to different. see. I'd love to see them at AFL, just like. Everyone's got no idea what it is. Like, All right, well, let's put, <laughs> yeah. just put together a team of 18 for out. this. And they just, yeah. like, run around, just got no idea. No idea. idea. And- it
0: would be pretty funny. just be an our <laughs> version of the 92 Olympic dream team. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, four, like it would just be like, it'd be Australia
2: with, like, nobody would come within 50 points of, and then it would be Ireland, who would be probably second, and then it'd be the US, it'd be third, but just because nobody else knows what the sport is, and there's only a few people there that do.
1: Yeah, it's like Tim Tams and Shapes. Everyone's like, yeah, no, that's a cool <laughs> thing they do over there. And, uh, oh, Vegemite tastes like shit. So, like, well, don't have the whole jar in one
2: bite, <laughs> Yeah. They're, like, taking finger scoops out of the jar and eating it. It's like, that... To me, as somebody who loves Vegemite, seems like it would be fucking disgusting.
1: It's kind of like, like, oh, beef. That sounds like a nice thing, you know. It gives you protein and that, but you just got you just go and bite a cow's ass. It's like you gotta <laughs> yeah, you gotta I've prepare it a that. bit better than that, mate. Like, come on, tenderize. <laughs> you gotta give a bit of a slap before you go and take a bite out of that That's bad boy. So
0: rare it's still bleeding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> got a vicious bite on you if you are bloody. Biting a cow and making it bleep. one hell of a chomp, one hell of a chomper up, yeah. All right, boys, let's uh jump into some furfies. I've got to, um, you know, I don't have a drink with me at the moment, so I need you to crack some so I can slurp them up.
2: I don't have a um, oh, right. uh, stubby to crack one for you. I uh,
0: just cracked mine earlier, so you've got the sound effects board, Drew. Yep, there
1: we go. There we, there go. we go, boys. I'll crack some for oh. us.
0: That was a
2: tinny, though.
1: That was a tinny. What are you going to do?
2: The tinny's got the, the superior crack
0: anyway. <laughs> it does, it so does.
2: That's all right. Yeah.
1: All right, Dan, you go first.
0: All right. All speaking, right since yeah. we've been speaking of the Olympics, I've actually put put together three Olympic-themed stories. Well done, Dan. Well done. One of them may have all, unfortunately already been given away, but let's never mind about that. Oh, good. Story number one. Dutch Olympic windsurfer claims Avatar: The Last Airbender hairstyle helped him win the gold medal.
2: Hairstyle bold. story
0: number two. <laughs> completely shaved head. <laughs> Arrow just on the story number two. A life-size sumo statue might have spooked the horses. Olympic equestrian riders say. And story number three. International Olympic Committee announces competitive sheep shearing to be introduced at the 2032 Brisbane Games.
1: Right. Wait, the story of that, that it was already announced.
2: Is that what you said?
0: That's that's the story.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so,
2: I mean, I think that that one is fake because it hasn't been announced yet, and will be, is, I think that the, they're pointing towards rugby league. Yeah, what I had heard. <laughs> Look at yeah, Dan so, grinning
1: there. Look at him. He's oh, he's just, get,
2: getting a bit he's sweating. I'm
0: uh, pretty sure it's already been given away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Unfortunately for you, that would have been a good one if <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been if following it, it so closely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You can't, you can't um, sneak them in, Dan, when you've got a bloody <laughs> shearer here. All right, buddy? hell.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I think we already
0: know. I'm an Olympian, Drew. Unfortunately, I <laughs> already know Jesus what
2: the is there, but we'll go with sheep shearing. I assume Drew will go for the same thing. Yes, yes. I yes.
0: I, I, I assumed,
1: yeah.
2: What, what is it, Dan?
0: The furfy is the sheep shearing. Well done. Well done. So um can uh, you tell you us see? about Avatar oh, that's the a last,
2: Avatar the Last Airbender haircut, please? Yeah, please tell us about that, yes. Dan. A is
1: Olympic it just is
2: his head just completely shaved bald? Was it Gary Ablett?
0: It was not <laughs> Gary Ablett. It was a Dutch guy named Kieran Badlow, who looks to have bleached his hair and dyed, shaved it down and then dyed what was left, the bright blue arrow that Aang (laughs) has.
2: That is amazing, actually. That is. I really like that.
0: All right. Reading through more of this article here. The windsurfer believes that his unique hairstyle helped him win a gold medal for his country. Well, The Last Airbender's Aang has the ability to bend all four elements so that it makes sense that someone who needs to bend two of them to be better at their sport would do better. <laughs> I need to be in tune with the wind and in tune with the water and everything around, Badlow told rooters. I have been able to piece something together in these Olympic races, so I think this haircut has worked in my favor. Not outright saying a blue arrow in his head helped him win a gold medal, but just perhaps a nod to like, Aang trying to change just... love of The Last Airbender.
2: I just really hope that he was doing this as some form of joke and he wasn't taking what he was saying seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope he's wearing, like, the whole get-up, like, the robes and all yeah. that. <laughs> just, like, the stick out there, like, <laughs> on the, <laughs> the wind surfer.
2: He was actually just not even on a um windsurfing board. He was riding a bison. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, officials almost disqualified him when he said "yip yip" went to start the race. <laughs> yip yip. Uh, foreign bison aren't allowed in this event. <laughs> I hope that's Alrighty. I hope that's
1: all true because I love Avatar. I haven't watched it in a long time now, but
0: good show. I really like
1: Avatar as well. Good it's show. A
2: fantastic show. I've seen it all the way Very through cool. like three times. Very yeah. good show. All right. So I'll I'll give you some stories now. Yes, you will. Story yeah. number one. Tree collapses on married couple's car on way to hospital. Oh. Wife forced to give birth on side of the road. Jesus. Story number two: four hundred and fifty thousand bees removed from inside walls of Pennsylvania home. And story number three: doctors figure out why a woman was lactating from her armpit.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a nice milk bar. Just
2: <laughs> lick the armpits. Hey? Yeah, well, I, you'd probably be arrested, but you could give it a go.
1: Oh, well, if she didn't like it, you wouldn't do it, obviously. But, I mean, for the baby. You know.
2: Oh, right. Not okay. for me.
1: Not for me. <laughs> I thought you
0: just meant for anyone. <laughs> yeah, anyone.
2: yeah, sure.
1: Oh, oh dear.
0: Sorry, sorry. How many thousand bees were removed from this Pennsylvania home?
1: 450,000. 450,000.
0: Holy shit. That's a, that's
1: that's a, lot, a lot of bees. Lots of bees. Who counted them all? Just like one bee. Uh, Nick, two Nick
0: Cage. Bees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Lactating from the armpits. Who knows? I've got no idea if that's, uh, that's a true thing or not. Um, a lot of bees. I, I can I can believe that there's bees been extracted from a home. I reckon that's a plausible thing. Bees like I'm that type of thing. A,
0: car, a, a tree unfortunately falling on a car driving to the hospital to give birth is... Birth is, unfortunately, plausible as well, I think.
1: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, so we've got to dive into the mind of Ash. What <laughs> one would he have made up?
2: Would well, none he- of them involve salmonella, so there's no dead mm, giveaway. No,
1: there's no giveaway there, unfortunately. So... Does he have an obsession with bees this week? Is he after some honey? (laughs) Has
0: he he played Cards (laughs) Against Humanity recently and got the bees card? Bees. I've seen that
2: card plenty of times, but I have not played Cards Against Humanity recently.
1: He's got two stories about mothers. So maybe a mother could be on the mind. Maybe some. Depends whether it's the birthing or the milk stage. What's he? he
0: The the milk milk stage. The milk stage.
1: I
2: promise you that in my mind I had not linked any of these stories to each other. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I mean you can continue down that avenue if you like.
0: I'm I'm I currently I leaning towards story number three being true. True? So I'm gonna say I'm I'm thinking it's the bees.
1: I'm gonna say it's number three because why not? Um yeah. Let's try
2: Alrighty, on. I can reveal that story number one was the <laughs> curfew. You were both wrong. Oh, bugger. To be fair, though, out of the three, that's probably the most believable one. It is. No, there of... was a house in Pennsylvania with 450,000 bees removed from the walls, mm-hmm. according to this news article, and there was a lady who was lactating from her armpit, according to another article. Would you like to hear more about either of them? Please, the lactating... Oh, it- armpits please please Please. alrighty I need to know science just, just just give me a second while it loads okay a new research paper uncovers the reason why a woman who gave birth in Portugal complained to her doctors about a pain in her right armpit just 2 days after giving birth, a woman in Portugal told her doctors that she began to develop pain in her right armpit. When the doctors examined her, they discovered a round, firm mass which surprisingly released a white discharge when pressed, according to a new report in the New England Journal of Medicine. The authors of the paper, oh god, there's a picture of it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had not seen that. The authors of the paper, Dr. Cristiana marino Soares and Dr. Maria Polito valente both from the Hospital de Santa Maria in Lisbon, Portugal, (laughs) realised that this discharge was breast milk. I hate that picture so much. (laughs) The mother was diagnosed with polymastia, a condition in which accessory breast tissue develops along the former embryonic mammary ridge, as the doctors explained. Research suggests that between 2% and 6% of women are born with additional breast tissue, which routine screenings for breast cancer need to be aware of for examinations. This tissue, this additional tissue grows as a result of embryonic development, often in the armpit region, when the cells that become mammary glands are forming a line from the armpit to the groin. Well, there you go. There's a bit more, but we don't need to read more. Yep. that's very, I did not know that. that oh, actually, yeah. I think I did know that. I think that was on an episode <laughs> of House once. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> there you, that's House something that, that's a very, very odd one, that one. There you go. That's something new.
0: I'm also very glad you didn't link that picture in our, in our little chat at the moment. So
2: I still can.
0: You still can. Maybe <laughs> right. I'll
2: send it to you guys after we finish recording. It's pretty uh, heinous. Part
0: of, me, part of me wants to see it. Part of me really doesn't. <laughs> well,
2: I've just, I've just screenshot it. So I've got it there as ammunition. <laughs>
0: All right, Drew. Are you ready to come step up to the
1: plate? Yeah, mate. I've got some. I got a furfy for you, mate. But uh, I've got four stories here. One furfy. See if you We're can. The four bagger I got the four banger. So look out. So uh, the four sh- pack. The four pack. Yes, Dan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> four yes, pack of uh, vodka cruises.
1: Nah, just uh, <laughs> just bottles of water, mate. Just uh, keep you hydrated.
2: Do d- d-
1: bottles of water come in four packs? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. So, uh, first one is shop a li- uh, shopper baffled after spotting couple dumping flailing baby on cold hard floor. Mum sparks furious debate after sharing clip piercing her baby's ears. Uh, Drew announces he and Chantelle are having a baby, <laughs> and Dad shows baby how to do a somersault. Falls off three-story building.
2: Was the dad Eric Clapton?
1: (laughs) Eric Clapton. I don't know who Eric Clapton is.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you know the the joke? (laughs) Do you know the song Tears in Heaven? Mm. That's by Eric Clapton. And that song is about his son who died when he fell out of the window of a skyscraper. (laughs) That's sad. It is very sad. That's the, the... I wasn't hoping to have to explain that joke when I made it.
1: Well, you got to think a, about that, Ash. You got to explain your yeah, sadistic jokes, is
2: what it comes down to. Um, okay, for for one reason or another, I know all of the true stories, so I know which one the fake one is. So I'll leave this one to you,
0: Dan. Oh, well, I know. I know at least one of. The, I know one of them is true. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna. So what was story number one again?
1: A shopper baffled after spotting couple dumping flailing baby on cold hard floor. (laughs) Taylor Swift. (laughs) On the cold hard floor. Yeah.
2: Ah, (laughs) ah. (laughs) That's my Taylor Swift impression apparently. Trouble. (laughs) I'm just making all of the obscure celebrity links to these stories. Mm. Anyway, sorry, Continue. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but for no real reason whatsoever, I am kind of leaning towards story number four is the furfy. Okay. Oh, that, that's just a hunch. Um, I could definitely see someone trying to somersault, teach someone to somersault and falling off a building, though. Slightly worrying. Something that could
1: happen. Yeah, absolutely. But you, Ash?
0: Oh, as I
2: said, I already know what the answer is.
1: Yeah. So what because is it? Do you
2: want me to share it? Yeah, oh, was that your? Have you locked that one in, Dan? Dan's you locked, locked it in number four. Hey, I'm locking in story number four. Well, Dan, I'll do Drew's job. I can tell you that you are correct. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> ah, you see, now that's a frothy firth. That's a frothy firth, boys. That's the the somersault one I made up. I'll, I'll be honest, here. I was just trying to share some shit, and yeah, all <laughs> uh, all. Um, <laughs> I, I went on to like was it Mirror dot UK? And like the first two stories about babies. I'm like, well. Just announced the baby today, so I'll go baby themed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I don't actually remember exactly why I knew which ones were true, but I think I might have gone onto the same website yeah. when I was getting my stories. Maybe I should just like go for less obvious websites. I'll go to, I'll go into the second page of Google from now on when I'm getting my stories.
0: They'll get hey, real they're weird. They're really desperate. <laughs>
1: So is there any ones you want to hear about? Any of the the baby falling on the ground? Mum getting pierced ears? I don't know. It all sounds.
2: See, uh, the pierced ears one, unfortunately, I've actually heard of a few times happening a few times before that story. That's just something that people do because they're dumb. Yeah, it sounds
0: nuts. Yeah. That sounds pretty bad. And just the the baffled shoppers, I mean, is the baby just lying there in an aisle by itself? No it's, I think I saw
2: a picture of this and it was like outside and like at a cafe or something they're sitting at the table and the baby's just on like the con like the hard like concrete floor
1: yeah I think I think they're just sitting there eating and they just put the baby on the ground and let it do its thing while
2: they eat, <laughs> which is like uh, weird. That'll be Drew in a few months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just in case anyone anyone listening has, hasn't has already heard the good news for whatever strange reason, would you like to elaborate in story number three at all? Yeah.
1: So Chantel and I announced we're having a kid early next year. Very excited. Very excited. The golf claps going on. Thank you very much, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the golf claps. Yeah. Papa Drewby.
1: Yeah, yeah, I laughed. Yeah, your comment on Facebook
2: ends up Papa Drooby. yeah. Old Papa Drooby. All right. I guess that brings us back to you, Dan. Mm hmm. It's like to give us your next round.
0: All right. Story number one of three Florida man, he's back again, (laughs) washes ashore after trying to walk on water to New York. God. Wait, I got to... Story number two. Okay, don't worry. Continue. Sorry. Go on, go on. No, no, I'll, I'll say it once you've said your stories. Go on. All right. American man attempting to row across the Atlantic, rescued by a cargo ship. Uh-huh. And story number three. Mysterious jetpack guy. Could actually just be weird mannequin drone. Okay.
2: Okay, for for one reason or another, I know okay. all three of these as well. <laughs> you well, bloody bastard,
1: Ash! You're doing I some research. You're not mean, even looking for your own I stories.
2: Know. I swear, I can explain. I'll explain after the round is done. How are you bloody Ash, Ash, the news hound Wallace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bloody journalists out there! Been,
2: I've just been like watching Good News Week, guys. <laughs> do you guys ever used to watch Good News Week? I, I do remember that with, oh, with Paul what a McDermott. show, Paul McDermott. Yeah, what a show! Anyway, sorry. Continue.
1: All right, so I'm I'm here by myself. Ash has already uh, got the intel, and I'm here trying to guess whether uh, several Americans are actually doing what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> Florida man, the
0: wild, wild country.
1: I'll tell you what, I'm going to uh, learn my lesson from last week. Just uh, ignore the Florida man one. He's probably doing whatever he's doing. Um, uh, trying to walk over to New York. That's just silly. What a bloody dickhead he is. The drone. I don't know about the drone, Dan. How do I know?
0: Hmm? hell. how would you know?
1: Well, I wouldn't. Good. I'm not a buddy ears to the wall here, like Ash Wallace. <laughs> so, all right, I'm just gonna go number two. Number two, Dan.
0: Walking in number two. What were, what were you about to say about the the Florida man walking in water, Ash?
2: Uh Okay, so I guess Drew, for whatever reason, doesn't remember this, but that was one of my stories from last week. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: No, I don't remember. So,
0: Drew, you've cracked the furry.
1: Okay, cool. Well, there you go. Maybe I did know in the back of my head. Well, the, the thing is, when it comes to recording podcasts, um, on the House of Mario, even, I can't remember the last thing we talked about last week. Week to week, I forget what we talked about the other week and I just completely forget and it's like a, a brand new Drew every single time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you never know what you're going to get.
1: It's like the Drew lottery. Yeah, You, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a a moron. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's me. I, I saw saw yeah. that article last Tuesday. Click quickly, put it in my bookmarks and then got called away last Thursday night. So here we are.
2: You could have both ended up with it. That would yeah, have been funny. On the same night. That would have been very
0: funny. <laughs> All right. So Would you like us to hear about the jetpack ba- jet drone at all? Yeah, why not? All right. Bizarre ongoing sightings of what appears to be a man flying a jetpack at, ha- at high altitudes have understandably baffled the public. The sightings which have t- started last August have involved multiple commercial airline pilots and have all taken place at incredibly high elevations, up to 6,000 feet in the air. People want to know. Is it aliens? A military experiment. Some guy sent from the future just to taunt us. Surely. Yeah, that's the most logical explanation. Yeah, that's what I'd say. So this is is occurring around LAX, but recently released documents hinted another possibility. The sightings may not be a real flesh and blood person at all, but instead a lifelike mannequin carried aloft by a drone. (laughs) <laughs> and then it links to a YouTube video.
1: I wouldn't like to be um, flying around on a jetpack around an airport, let alone LAX. So yeah. I'll say <laughs> the hell not. out of the sky there. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of heights at all, so I'm just going to say no to a jetpack altogether, but mm-hmm. let alone one in an incredibly high-traffic airport. Yeah,
1: I would imagine, like, it's it sounds like a really cool thing, but why not you go and, like... Really high, like over buildings and stuff. Like, holy shit, just like dangling your legs, just with this jetpack and checking. I'll be checking the fuel like every half a second, <laughs> I reckon. If it runs out of fuel, <laughs> boy, I assume there'll be safety things on it and stuff. But like, hey, you might want to descend, otherwise, you'll die. So, okay, <laughs> down I go. <laughs> yeah.
2: My mum is like terrified of heights, like, she can't do heights at all. And I am just like, I'm just really comfortable with them for some reason. They don't bother me at all. Yeah, I don't like heights, I'm i like.
1: yeah. I can't say I'm like like so afraid of heights I'll just crumble, but,
2: you know, I think it's just normal oh, to mum be afraid is. of she me. absolutely crumbles.
0: <laughs> I, I, I normally am one of those people who who would crumble, but when I went overseas to Switzerland a couple of years back, I went hang gliding.
1: Oh, yeah. After,
0: and <laughs> very much enjoyed it. Cool, um, yeah. Something I never thought I would end up doing, considering how bad I am with heights. But here we are.
2: Yeah, that's so kind of a similar thing. Do it again. My mum went to the US. I think she's been to the US a couple of times now, but she said that she was on a bus going over the Golden Gate Bridge and didn't realise how high it was going to be, and oh, yeah. basically started crying and had to look at the floor of the bus mm. because it was like a double decker bus, and they were on the top deck, and it was one of the open. Dex. Oh yeah. Oh shit. And yeah. Oh mate, yeah. Didn't have a good time. I'm pretty sure that's how the story I, goes.
0: I've also done a bike ride across the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, was white knuckle the entire way across. It was riding as close to the road as possible. And every time someone would be coming the other way because Americans drive like travel on the right side. We travel on the left. Yeah. I would have to get close to the edge, and I was like, I don't like this. I'm not. I don't like this at all. <laughs>
1: How how high is like the barrier between there and off the bridge?
0: Ah, uh, about a meter, maybe a meter, like really? A meter a it's not not that big at all. Jesus, no, the Jesus. Golden, Golden Gate Bridge is renowned for people jumping off it to yeah. commit suicide.
1: Yeah, I, I knew that, but I didn't realize there's, there's it
0: was no that easy either, or anything.
1: Right, Jesus. All right,
2: there's well, a bridge in Melbourne that I that I drive over. Almost every day for work, called the West Gate. Yeah. Now I don't yep. know what the, how high the Golden Gate is, but the West Gate is massive. I drive over and like I'll drive in the very left lane, like the one closest to the edge, and I'm just like not even looking at the road, looking out the window, just be like, God, we're high. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the West Gate is massive. But the the barriers on the west gate are also massive. There's no way you could. Well, you probably it would be you could. It'd be pretty difficult to climb
0: over those um, though. Magic door. Um, the footy player is he jumped off the west gate.
2: Nah, right. it was it was the Balti, not the Westgate. Ah, uh, he okay. jumped off the Balti. Not as high. The Westgate's oh, I'd say almost twice as high as the Balti. Mm-hmm. You can't really walk onto the Westgate either. Like there's no footpaths or anything like that. There's no cycling paths. It's like just uh, car lanes. Anyway. All right. I guess we'll go on to my second round. Now I have three stories, but this is going to be a 50-50 and you'll work out why very quickly. Okay. All right. Story number one. New Safer all-electric plane plunges from sky Crash lands in field in unmanned test flight. Story number two. Los Angeles air traffic control warns jetpack guy is back. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if we were here last week, we would have had the same story two weeks in a row. All right, question number three. Woman, oh, my phone's ringing. I can't answer that right now. What timing? Uh, woman gets to gets to airport at six a.m. only to find she's an entire year early for her
0: flight home.
2: <laughs> Jesus! Now nah,
0: we'll just wait it out.
2: Yeah,
1: I wonder if she just like just booked it wrong or what. That sounds that's a that's unfortunate. Oh, well, i guess I'm on holiday for another year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just wait it out. Yeah, wait it out. You know, just pull a Tom Hanks and live in the airport.
1: Yeah. I love that movie. It's a great good movie. Um
2: I've never seen it. That's terminal, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Movie. Oh, really? It looks I mean, really looks so. really good though. I think it's also based on a true story. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, now she watched that. So I
2: also went for a um an like a flight airport theme for this one. Yep. For for absolutely no reason. For the yeah. fact that we can't fly anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually uh cancelled and rebooked honeymoon. Flights, we um we cancelled them from uh, Queensland, we're going to Cairns, we cancelled them and now we're going to Darwin, hoping that that stays normal.
0: Darwin's usually a pretty safe bet. Yeah, yeah so... It does seem a bit safer, I think. The NT's had a pretty solid record with the whole COVID sitch.
1: Hopefully, hopefully we don't muck it up for them and they just <laughs> go into lockdown, we have to cancel another set, which be annoying. Hmm. So anyway, so it's yeah, not jetpack man is uh thankfully we've got that one out of the out of the question. Um what have we got? What's the first one again, Ash? I always forget the
2: first the one. The first one was new safer. Safer is in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Safer. All electric plane plunges from sky. Crash lands in field in unmanned test flight.
1: Yeah, well mm. hmm. what are you thinking, Dan?
0: Got I'm, a- I'm think I'm thinking I'm thinking number one seems quite plausible. Yes, seems like the sort sort of story that I could imagine happening to a to a Tesla sort of company or something. But that they would try and bury it. Mm-hmm. I'm current currently leaning towards the terminal, but what are you, where, where are you? Where are your thoughts, Ruby?
1: Uh, I'm going to go number two just because um, I still don't believe it. Still don't believe. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I can go number two as well. No, I will go number one just to be different. Just be different. I can I can sort of believe both of them, but I believe I kind of believe number one. Just I'm just gonna uh, just gonna go against the grain and see what we can do here if we can actually right. get him.
0: So I'm I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna lock in the 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 woman arriving a year early as the furphy. Mm-hmm. The one of us has to be right.
2: Yep, so I'm going Well looking at one of you does has does have to be right, and Drew is right. Oh there was no all electric plane plunging from the sky in an unmanned test flight.
1: Awesome, awesome. So tell us Do about this woman to... who buggered up her bloody. Yep.
2: Booking. Give me one moment and I will have it up None. because the hyperlink is not working for some reason, so I have to copy and paste it. Oh God, I opened my browser and it just opened up on the picture of the armpit milk. (laughs) Okay, woman gets to airport at 6am only to find she's an entire year early for her flight. We love going on holiday, but if there's one downside, it has to be the actual traveling. Oh, sorry, pardon me. Getting up early to make our way to the airport. Yeah, we don't care about you, whoever you are. (laughs) If there's one thing that can make it worse, it's arriving at 6am only to discover you've booked the wrong flight. This is the situation model Alexia Portman recently claims to have found herself in when travelling back to London from Croatia. She shared her unfortunate plane ticket blunder on TikTok, where it has since gone viral. It's her mouse, mate, it's just... Screaming or something? In a video posted under the username Simp4Beans, Alexia (laughs) shared footage of herself sitting outside a deserted airport, fully packed, suitcase beside her. Text over the footage reads, as if I've just gotten to the airport at 6am and my flight turns out to be next year. (laughs) At the end of the clips... At the end of the clip, she can be seen covering her mouth with a hand and laughing in the comments. She adds, all she can do is laugh. The video was captioned, EasyJet accounts doing me dirty, man, WGF. So there's not really anything to it. She just accidentally booked it for the following year.
1: Yeah, well, at least she got plenty of time, time to cancel. At least there's that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rebook, reschedule.
1: Yeah, no, she got plenty of time
2: to do that. Yeah. They must have been the dirt cheapest flights, since you booking from them a year in advance. Oh, I can't believe I've got such a good deal. How are these so cheap? <laughs> she's probably booked them with Delta Airways. <laughs>
1: it's amazing how much they vary too. Like booking hours today, uh, like the, the prices just vary so much and like I kind of expected it all to be from Adelaide to Darwin just like the one flight, but so many of them are broken up like like one two that- or even three times I'm like oh my god like if it, say most of them were actually like from adelaide to melbourne to sydney to brisbane and van darwin I'm like oh my god if you got one of them you'll just want to hang yourself <laughs> halfway through so
2: th- that's something that with- didn't really used to happen very often but it's something that's happened a lot since covid cuz they've stripped yeah. back yeah, yeah. the heat of the flights and everything that's like that but yeah, that. that's definitely very like much more
0: common now. Sorry, Dan. With the new rules about, or at least in South Australia, about if you go through Sydney Airport, you have to quarantine.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so you can't do that unless yeah. you want to go to Darwin and
0: just quarantine the whole
2: time.
1: Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like quarantining at home though. It's fun. It's like, oh, now hey, don't you go anywhere for a week? So okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like, i can do that
1: i'm just like yeah to uh, people i work with i'm not coming they said stay home all right no sometimes worries,
2: i man. think that i'd like welcome a quarantine because i'm like ah then i because i've been working throughout the entirety of lockdown and everything like that because i'm an essential worker technically but um so yeah sometimes i'm like oh man i could really just go for the couple of weeks off but then i think about it and i'm like Two weeks of me basically not being able to leave my bedroom because I've got housemates would be fucking horrible. And yeah, I that's basically clap perfect. my hands to anyone that has made it through that because I think I would beat my head against a wall to death by day five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, I think prisoners would have probably more rights because they'd have like an exercise yard and stuff. Yeah,
2: they they're allowed to commune. Like they can all get together and talk. We could you can't do that when you're in quarantine. Yeah, nah, that sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, I'm quite I guess I'm quite lucky in that respect cuz I could just get to stay home and spend time with my wife, I guess. Just hello. how you going? <laughs> Well, I
2: mean, we've just gone back into lockdown as of eight PM tonight. Hooray! Seven oh, really? days.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm.
2: Oh God, it just never ends. Yeah. Next month can't come Next soon lady. enough. No. Anyway, I you don't have another round, do you? No. Nah, we got out.
0: So got I guess that's out. it for night days again. I think we're only getting like one case a week. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. All right. Well, I'm feeling, we I'm feeling have...
1: bloody bloated after my Thai food. To be honest, boys. <laughs> hell.
2: That
1: was a mistake it's by you me.
2: cracked all them, cracked all them furfies, mate. Yeah, that's right.
1: A bit bloated after that, and just, uh, I got to admit, I went through McDonald's as well. Got some fries, <laughs> in, in that, in that Coke. So I'm looking forward just to uh, laying down.
2: To be honest, I actually got some Maccas yesterday for the first time in many, many months. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. I'm not I'm it's usually not a bad. fan of Maccas, but I had that and I was like, no, this is not bad.
1: Now you're a fan.
0: I got some HJs the other day. Bit disappointing. Oh fuck. But, uh, really? a Bacon avocado tender crisp tender crisp, and I was let uh, down. Don't don't go for anything off of the HJs menu that even looks moderately healthy. What'd no you just say? A
1: bacon <laughs> avocado what?
2: Tender crisp is a wrap. Chicken. What are you trying oh, you're trying no, to get well, chicken
1: and wrap. avocado I'm from no, Hungry no. Jacks? Yeah, but that's your like, first you, mistake, mate. Bloody hell! Yeah,
2: I mean, you go to Hungry yeah, Jacks. You got to know, like, you're walking in, you're like, all right, I'm a piece of shit. Give me the biggest piece of shit thing on the menu. But well, we got uh, a lot so of that, have mate. You, you got to go for clarify. <laughs> you, will, you will never be disappointed. Hungry Jacks is great. I'm a big Hungry Jacks. I was, was
0: kind of looking at it and I was like, oh, yeah, I could I go for a bit of a bit of bacon, bit of hey, avocado. They go together with chicken. Not in a Hungry Jacks burger. They don't. Oh,
1: Hungry Jacks. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of like
2: hey, combine way the way box of
1: cardboard just with the chicken.
2: They find a way to make the avocado oily. Yep.
0: Like grease Like I don't think it was even green.
2: You just get it. You're like, this isn't even a burger. This is just a dead rat. And they're like, no, that's a burger. And you're like, all right, guess I'll eat it then. My uh, say <laughs> so. My uh, worst
1: Hungry Jacks moment was uh, I ordered the burger of some description, and they said uh, we're actually out of lettuce. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay, like I, I just felt like bacon and beef and stuff. My like, yeah, whatever. Just give it to me how it is then. You know, just I, and I went and sat in there like the dingy, dark, cold, hungry Jacks. Just like this burger with no lettuce. And what they did instead of say, "Hey, we're out of lettuce," it is how it is. They like, all right, let's compensate with a bit more of something else. So they compensated with extra mayonnaise, and the thing was just oh. fucking. Literally, it was literally just dripping with mayonnaise. It had so much. They couldn't have got any more on it. It was like the most disgusting thing. It was just like dripping. And there I am in this cold Hungry Jacks just like was it, eating this was burger. It,
2: sorry, was it the Mount Gambia Hungry Jacks? Of course it was. Of course it was. So I can picture that even more as well because the Mount Gambia yep. Hungry Jacks is the dingiest, dankest Hungry Jacks I can yep. think of <laughs> You walk if you're eating in of that inside that Hungry Jack's restaurant, you're like, I feel like a lot of people have done meth in here. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. no, no, definitely, it is definitely. It's not a f-
0: dine in restaurant at all. Yeah, well, no, I haven't, no I don't know if That's I've gone place. and sat
1: in there after, since, but it's always That's a drive the place through job. You
0: want to take away and get the fuck out of there.
1: <laughs> certainly is, certainly um, is.
0: My, my worst fast food <laughs> experience since we're going down this tangent uh, KFC out of chicken. I suppose say it's I'm, entirely what you do, and you've run out.
2: I am the only person that I know that doesn't like KFC chicken. I think it's disgusting, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think it's gross as hell. I don't mind that some of their burgers, but like even they're pretty gross. Um, yeah, I, don't, I just don't really like KFC. Yeah, right. I don't like. are KFC. usually really soggy too. Yes, they are. Yeah, definitely like, are. Don't like that. That's gross. They're like they they're like wet. They're disgusting.
0: Yeah, chips aren't great, but like I don't I don't, I don't mind a wicked wing or
2: I said the to me the 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 skin the outside is super crisp and crunchy, but as soon as you get through that, the chicken oh, itself yeah. is so oily that it is wet.
0: Oh yeah, I'm and it sure. is
2: a <laughs> f- barrel, I hate it. It is disgusting. The worst fast food experience I've ever had, I think I've actually briefly told this conversation on here before, told this, told this story, this anecdote. <laughs> um, I got food poisoning from a Wendy's Shaken Dog. Yep. It was awful. I ate it and then spent two days laying on the couch, groaning in pain and
0: vomiting.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
0: so when, anyway, ch- changing, changing the tack. Believe we have a, a sponsorship to
1: try and earn. Yeah, so Dan, do you have any ideas for the rep this week or uh, what do you think? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a out of ideas. So you've had last week off the podcast, so you'll have some time to really think about how to win his trust.
2: And you've had very little time to think because <laughs> you were gathering your stories as we started this, this stream.
1: Yes, yes. So, uh, ex- Excuse me, Mr. Barman, uh, is the Feffy rep in today?
0: Yes, he is actually. He quite often comes in. All right.
1: So he's here, Dan. So think about what you're going to say to him. Do you know what you're going to say to him? Are you going to try and impress him I, with some I of your...
0: Actually, I was actually thinking we could try and get a little bit of sympathy out of him. Try and be like, oh, we've got a new dad over here. He could use a little bit of extra cash coming All in. All right.
1: You can use my sob story if you like, mate. All right. So we've let's...
0: got going to support little baby Drooby. Little baby Drooby. Little baby Drooby. those Furphy dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's approach him, Dan, and uh, see what we can do. All right, boys, impress me. Why should we sponsor you? Being sponsored by Furfy is a very prestigious title.
0: Well, you see, you see, Mr. Furfy, man, Mr. Furfy, if you will. a friend here, Drew, he's got, he's got, an, he's got a little bun in the oven. And so naturally, that means you're going to need to have to bring a little bit of extra, extra dosh in. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking we, we've got mutual interests here. You you want to you want to get the Furfy brand out? Drew Drew wants to help bring up bring up this kid in the best world we can. How about we name this kid Furfy? You pay for the privilege.
1: Well, that's a good idea. You i think? never thought of that. There. Well, let's middle what's name
0: said.
2: Geelong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, boys. So We're all sponsored up this month. I'll be back next month if you want to give it another go. No, yeah, I didn't fucking like that one, Dan.
2: It's no good. So. Uh, Just quickly, when you were giving your spiel just then, Dan, I misheard a part in the middle of it. I realised immediately what you actually said, but very, very briefly, when you said, he's got a little bun in the oven, to me, I thought you said, he's got a lobotomy oven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. Like, I don't know. If anyone was watching or if you guys watched me, I literally nearly spat my drink out because I was like, what the fuck? A lobotomy oven?
0: What does that cook? (laughs) Well, it cooks lobotomies. It's it's the latest medical technology.
1: Well, Dan, if you actually got us that sponsorship, we might have been been able to get one, but we can't. (laughs) So no lobotomy oven.
0: Preparation
2: tool, no mallet needed, just an ice pick.
0: here yeah, just come and kind of uh, stick your head in this oven and it won't kill you. It'll just yeah. destroy 90% of your brain.
2: Yeah, just destroy <laughs> destroy your um frontal lobe. <laughs>
1: uh, Alright boys, so before we end the show, anything else you'd like to say before we head off on our merry way? Uh
2: the voice of the the Furphy rep I actually heard on your podcast congratulating you. Did you? I don't think a- you I don't think you did. Did I not? No, you didn't. No. No? Oh, no. fuck. Is there somebody that sounds like him? Uh,
1: not really. Oh, oh, no. Oh, not the furfier. The barman. The barman. That's what you're looking for. So. Oh,
2: sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah My bad. The barman. This, yeah, that's this boy here. Gonna... Here you go, boys. Say, that's the one. You both look like
0: you got a furfier or
2: two to tell. Yeah, Dane. My bad. Dane Peavy, Yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew what I was talking about. I was just getting them backwards. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it was a very, like, meta moment for me. And I was like, <laughs> oh... <laughs>
1: you like, oh, my God, he, he said something else.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've only heard him say, like, one thing ever, and now he's here saying all these other words.
1: Just nuts. Just nuts. <laughs> what about you, Dan? That was-
0: oh. Oh, so just a score update. In the hockey, it is 1-1 with 2 Ooh. minutes 30 left to go. That's oh, actually, I do have something I would
2: like to say very quickly. Yes. This is something that I was planning on saying when I did the – the very brief congratulatory speech for your 200 episodes, not for the kid. Um, <laughs> I was going to very, very quickly gloss over one of my earliest memories of you, Drew. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you will remember this. You probably won't, and I don't know why it has stuck with me all these years, but it has. And one of my (laughs) earliest memories of you was in at Millicent High School and it was in sex ed class. Oh God. (laughs) We were doing the classic thing that you do in sex ed where they give you a banana and you put a condom on the banana to practice fitting a condom. Right. You, We were in a group together because apparently it was a group exercise. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, you, you need it's a three-man job apparently. <laughs> but anyway, we, we put that condom on that banana. I was holding the banana with the condom on it and I was like, right, what do I do with this now? And you hitched over. I thought you were going to take it out of my hand, but you just grabbed it and started like wanking it
1: off. Oh, God. I might remember something <laughs> vaguely about that, but I, I really can't. Oh Jesus Christ! Did I break the banana or something? Did I squish it or something? Or was it? Was I just uh,
2: maybe? Yeah, I can't. Oh mate, no, I think you maybe did it. Like cracked slightly, and we like there was like three. I think it was me, you, and one of our friends, Joseph Petricaro, right. And I'm pretty sure that we all just laughed a lot as soon as it happened. Because yeah, I thought you were going to take it from me, and I was like, kind of like giving it to you. You just, oh god, I laughed so. I'm pretty sure I w- was crying of laughter when that happened. Oh, I'm Sorry about the uh,
1: that sexual harassment there, Ash. Just grabbing your banana, and <laughs>
2: I was trying to give it to you, man. Yeah, <laughs> take <huh>? my banana. <laughs> that
1: is that is just funny just how it was like a three man I... job.
2: Yeah, I know that was probably the funniest part of the story. Yeah, just like when um... I'm sorry for throwing you under the bus and embarrassing you like that, but that's just for whatever reason that memory has always stuck with me. And it was just like because it was one of my earliest memories of you. I didn't even know you very well by that point, and you still did it. Uh,
0: It sounds like that's the
2: moment that just sold the friendship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been grabbing my banana ever since.
1: <laughs> no condom, though.
2: <laughs> Unprotected. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Anyway, sorry. I just really wanted to share that.
1: <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you next week here at the bar. And uh, take care of yourselves. Look after yourself. You, Ash, look after yourself during lockdown. For goodness sakes.
2: Will hey, do, so. and you too, my friends. you got to keep that dad bod nice and strong.
1: Oh, don't you worry about that. I'll be uh, adding to it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I went to Macca's got, today. Got so You've
0: got, to, got to practice that dad grilling skill. You'll be, back in,
2: <laughs> yeah. you'll be sitting back in the HJ's dine-in soon?
1: Yeah, I'll be just slurping up the mayonnaise, just <laughs> <laughs> embracing it.
0: Uh,
1: oh, God. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Catch you later.
0: Farewell. Bye.
1: Au revoir. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Tredray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com idruby where for only $1 you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.